going to be reading verses 38 through 42, amen. Luke 10, 38 through 42. And it reads, now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her home, her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbering about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, do thou not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou, thou art careful and troubled about many things. 42 says, but one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Amen? amen? amen. You may be seated, amen. Everything that's been said on this morning, amen, uh, through the praise and worship, it's got something to do with priorities, amen? Where are your priorities today, saints? Where are your priorities? When you read this passage of scripture, someone had their priorities together. And you know who had their priorities together? Mary did, amen? We have to, and I'm gonna say this, and don't take this the wrong way, because many times we allow other things to get in our way, amen? But priorities have to be straight. Amen. Putting Jesus first, which means we have to give him top priority over everything. See, it's, it's good to use Jesus certain things. Amen. But everything we don't want to allow Jesus to have priority over. Amen. Just like we said today in this house today, have your way. Amen. Jesus, he is more important than any other person, amen? His word is more valuable than any other message, amen? And it is imperative that in today's time, we live to understand what his word means, amen? And the only way we're going to do that is by giving him priority, amen? Priority. Martha wanted everything perfect when Jesus came to visit, and so shall we, Amen? Don't you want to be ready when Jesus come? And I'm not saying prepared. I'm talking about being ready. Because when you say prepared, you're not ready yet. Amen? You're getting prepared. But we have to be ready when he comes. Amen? Martha didn't get the help she wanted from her sister Mary. And it wasn't that Mary didn't want to help her. It's just that she was so overtaken by the presence of Jesus. Amen? Can you imagine... Can you imagine if Jesus was in this place right now? I can sit here and call your name all day. Do you honestly think you're going to hear what I'm saying? It reminds me when Pastor said Sister Rosalind was in this corner, and she was just worshiping God, amen? And no matter what he said, she didn't hear what he was saying because she was so in touch in his presence, amen? And that's how we have to be saints. We have to have our priorities to where nothing else matters but Jesus Christ in our life, amen? Again, we shall all be this way, amen? 
It's easy to imagine that made Martha feel irritated, frustrated, because she was doing all the work, and she felt Mary should be helping. Amen? In fact, Martha felt so justified in her dissatisfaction that she went and told Jesus about it. Amen? What is that thing, Pastor? Have a little talk with Jesus? Amen? Let me, you know, sometimes you don't want to have that talk, because I'm going to tell you this. A lot of times you don't want to get the answer. Amen? Or you don't want to hear the answer. Amen? But she was dissatisfied, she had dissatisfaction that she went to Jesus about it and, and she said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left to serve alone, left me to serve alone? Amen. Now, when you look back in uh, Luke 18, it says this, it says, Peter said, lo, we have left all. That means they left everything for Jesus. They didn't think about it. They just went ahead and left all for Jesus. Amen. And follow him. It says, therefore, tell her to help me. This is what she said to Jesus. Amen. Tell her to help me. You ever went to someone and you know if you told them they wouldn't listen. Like I have a brother like that. If I told him to do something he wouldn't listen. But when I went and told authority my mother <laughs> he listened. Amen. And I'm pretty sure when Jesus answered, she didn't like the answer she received, amen? Because it said, instead of backing her up in her demand, Jesus rebuked her, amen? Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many, many things. See, so many times, since we get wrapped up in the cares of the world, and we get distracted, Amen? And this goes for many of us, as the Bible says this. It says, seek ye first. It doesn't say do everything else first. It says, seek ye first. Amen? Jesus said, but one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen the good part. And I love this. The part of this is this. It says this, which will not be taken away from her. It don't matter what you do. If Jesus is in my presence, you can do whatever you want to do. I'm not leaving him. Amen? I'm not leaving him. Colossians 3.2 tells us this. It says, set your affection on things above and not on things on earth. That means to put, to fix, to attach onto the things of heaven. Amen? Martha was distracted with much serving. Martha did nothing wrong in working hard for Jesus. But she allowed her much to be too much. Amen? As some of us do, we allow things to get in our life, and it distracts us. And it takes us away from the time that we need to be spending with him. Amen? Jesus said, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. We sometimes choose other things to distract us, and we miss out on the good part which is Jesus Christ, amen? I almost missed out on Bible study because I was so distracted by something going on. I heard you, Pastor. And many times we let things in, saints, and it pulls us away from where we need to be, amen? We sometimes choose other things to distract us, and we miss out on the good part, which is Jesus Christ, amen? 
Now, Jesus said, Mary has chosen the good part. Saints, are you choosing a good part? Are you choosing a good part? And I say this because where are we now? A lot of us could have been at home in bed. A lot of us could have been a lot of other places, but we chose the good part, which is to sit before his feet. Amen. Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Martha's problem was that she became distracted with her much serving. Many people become upset and irritated in their service, just like Martha did. Amen? Because I can't do these certain things. We have to make things our priority. We have to make him our priority. Amen? And it's easy to look at all we do and to criticize those who don't seem to do as much. But Martha's real problem wasn't Mary. Amen? Martha's real problem was Martha. Amen? See, it's amazing how when we have a problem, we look at everything else. But we don't look at self. This is your fault. This is your fault. Let me see. One finger. One, two, three. Three fingers pointing back at me. So that means I got something to do with this. See, it's easy for many people to put the blame on everybody else except self. When you have that many problems in your life and you have that many things going on in your life, I want you to look at all the problems and all the situations that you have. What's the common denominator? You are. And you know why that is sometimes? Because we don't make Jesus our priority. Amen? Seek ye first. It's easy. It sounds good, but many of us want to seek every other solution except the right one. Amen? When you see others getting blessed and you, you get mad at them, they chose to do the good part and have forsaken everything else. Why is this, brother? You know, I, I've seen people like that. Mad. Why is that person being blessed and I'm not? I'm showing up to church. You showing up to church. But how are you doing what God has called you to do? That person is doing everything that God has called them to do. That, girl, that person has made God their priority. Amen? So don't get mad at that person. Look at yourself, amen? Many have forsaken all to spend time in his presence, amen? We give much time to the things in life, but not enough time to the one who gives life, amen? That's the problem, saints. I'm going to give time to everything else in life, but the one that gives life, I'll just give him the last little bit that I have. It is a blessing to wake up in the morning and to see the sun shine and to feel the breath that is within. Amen. And to know that God has something for you to do. Do you think he breathed in you today just to say, okay, go ahead, do what you want to do? Martha became distracted and took her eyes off Jesus. Martha's frustration was typical. There are many who diligently serve with good intentions, but forget to also sit at the feet of Jesus. Amen. I'll do it, 
I'll do what I need to do. But many don't sit at his feet. Amen. You know, we quick to pray and tell Father about this and about that. But do we sit to hear what he has to say about it? Amen. That's just like me telling pastor all my stuff and saying, pastor, I need advice. This, this, this is going on and walking off. He didn't give me no help. You know why? Because I just walked off and left. I didn't give him time to. And it's the same thing with our prayer life sometimes. Amen. We're good at talking and asking and telling Jesus about everything. But when it comes time to hear what we need to do about the problems in our life, that he may give us wise counsel, we walk away from it. Amen? There are many who diligently serve him and have good intentions and sit before him. Amen? Imagine hearing the sound of Jesus' voice when he answered Mary, I mean answered Martha. He said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen the good part. Jesus also went on to say this about Mary. <laughs> what Mary chose will not be taken away from her. Be you know why? Because she made the right choice. Amen? Now, just imagine the love in Jesus' voice as he said this. Jesus wasn't yelling and screaming at her. Because I'm going to tell you this, if Jesus is yelling and screaming at you, there's a huge issue and there's a big problem, amen? But the calmness of his voice, see, you can talk to someone and get them to receive what you're saying when you say it in nice manner. But if you want to shut somebody down real quick and that brick wall comes up, start yelling and screaming at them and watch and see what happens. Everything you said, nothing's going to happen. Kind words are received to the heart, amen? But harsh and abrasive words, people instantly just shut down, amen? Martha did good. She wanted to serve Jesus, but she had added one thing. That one thing is needed. That one thing is needed. The Bible speaks of one thing in Psalms 27.4. The one thing... And I'm going to read this out of the NIV. In Psalms 27.4, it says this. It says, one thing I ask from the Lord. This only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. I didn't ask for a car. I didn't ask for a house. I didn't ask for none of that stuff but just to sit in his temple, just to gaze on his beauty, amen? Our priorities in Jesus, saints. True followers are going to sacrifice to serve Jesus, amen? True followers are going to sacrifice to serve Jesus, amen? True followers are going to make Jesus their priority. And let me say this, they won't let any person, situation, or circumstance stand in their way, amen? Nothing, amen? Listen, many have built great wealth and fortunes and gave it up to serve Christ and make them their priority. But you know what? You don't hear about those things. You don't hear about people giving everything up that they had to serve Christ. But let me read this story about a young man. 
His name is Jason Brown. At the age of 26, signed a $37.5 million NFL contract. One of the largest at the time for any lineman. Have you ever heard of a lineman being paid $37 million? Amen. It says a few years later, he decided to end his football career. At the age of 26, he was one of the best. They offered him $37.5 million. He was one of the best at what he did. And he stepped away. And you know what people said? What do you think people said? When you step away from that much money, what do you think people are going to say? You stupid. You crazy. Why would you do that? See, people seem to think money is the everything and money is the all. Amen? Money is the answer. Money can only go so far. Amen? But Brown said he was living the life of entertainment and materialism, but wanted to make a leap towards service. And he also honored his brother in what he did, amen? Because his brother served, or his brother lost his life over in Iraq, amen? He was a serviceman for the country, amen? He said, God told me this. He said, God told me he has something greater in store for me. What is more greater in store than $37.5 million? And I'm pretty sure a lot of them people say, you stepping away from $37.5 million. What is more greater than that? Amen? He said he asked God, and saints, I'm going to say this. He said he asked God, what can I do with all the blessings I have been given? Amen? How can I help other people out? Lord, what would you have me to do? See, you see, ask the question. Ask the question. The answer he heard, I want you to feed my people. I want you to feed my people. Now, let me say this again, saints. Don't ask God the question if you don't want to hear the answer. People are smart now because they don't ask the question. Because they don't want the answer. Amen? It's, uh, the Bible tells us not to make a vow before God unless you're going to keep it. Amen? How many people caught on to that and said, well, I ain't going to make no vows then. Because I know if I, and, 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 and pastor, I can say I did it. Years ago, I said, I said, Lord, if you bless me with this car, I'm going to be in church every day. Every day the doors open, I'm going to be in church. It was fine for the first two weeks. And then after that, that's why I tell my children, I'm not going to make you any promises that I can't keep. Because the thing is this, a child will come back to you and say, you promised. You promised. And you know how crushing that is when your child reminds you of what you promised. And you can keep your promise, amen? But Brown didn't know anything, because this is what he said. He said, I want you to feed my people. He wanted this football player to become a farmer. A farmer. Do you know how much work that is to be a farmer? <laughs> Brown didn't know anything about farming, and he began by walking in faith. Because if God has called me to do this, he's going to show me what needs to be done. Amen. He said, before I was wrestling with 300-pound defensive linemen, now I'm wrestling with 1,000-pound cows now. Amen. You talking about a difference in careers? 
that you have no idea what you're doing, but you're walking by faith because God has called you to do something for him. Brown's wife said it was quite the transition going from living in a mansion to living on a farm. And I know many, let me see, I think I got enough to say this or to ask this question. Who remembers that show Green Acres? This woman still trying to wear fur coats out on the farm. Amen. The high rise you used to live in, now you living in a low ride. Amen. You dealing with chickens, cows, and all this stuff. But Brown, his wife said the transition from going from living in a mansion to living on a farm, but she said she would not change it for nothing. Amen. Wondering if this decision was going to pan out for the family amounted to a lot of pressure. Brown said he had to place his trust in God. When he calls you to do something, trust him in it. Amen. Because he called you to do it. Amen. Brown's farm called, it's called First Fruit Farm in uh, Lewisburg, North Carolina, is now thriving. And Brown is using his farming success to give back just like he intended. Amen. See, it's amazing when you're obedient to what God has told you to do how you are able to be blessed and become a blessing to others. Amen. Now, Brown's Farm and his ministry, Wisdom for Life, gives away nearly all the food it grows to people in need. Since uh, 2014, uh, First Fruit Farm has provided more than 1.6 million servings of fresh produce. Amen. See, many want to follow but don't want to sacrifice. That is a hard word there, saints. Sacrifice. When you say sacrifice, because it means you have to do something. Sacrifice, amen? Turn with me to Luke 18, 14, and I'm going to be reading Luke 18, 14 through 25. Luke 18, 14 through 25. And it says, I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the others. For everyone that exalts himself shall be abased, and he that humbles himself shall be exalted. And they brought unto him also infants that would touch them, but when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called them unto him and said, Suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. It says, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever or whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. And a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Again, saints, the question was asked, what must I do? And Jesus said unto him, why callest thou me good? None is good, save one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, all these have I kept from my youth up. Now, when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, yet lack thou one thing. 
It's always that one thing in our life we don't want to separate ourselves from. It's always that one thing in life that we don't want to give up. Amen. He said, sell all that thou hast. Okay. And distribute unto the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come follow me. Okay, Jesus. You had me in the beginning and I was doing all that you told me to do. I kept the commandments and this and that. You want me to sell what I have and help others? You lost me there. Amen. Because I have so much and I don't want to give it up. Amen. See, again, saints, many want to receive, but they don't want to sacrifice for it. Amen. 23 said, and when he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, how hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to go through the eyes, the needle's eye, than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Boy, I tell you, money has a hole. Money has a hole. Amen. His love for his money was his priority. Amen. Many people don't want to give up the things that they love holding on to and that they cherish more than Christ. Amen. Many people don't have their priorities in order. Amen. But Matthew 621 says this. Because the reason Jesus asked that question. He wants to know where you are. He knows where you are, but he wants you to know where you are. Amen. Matthew 621 says this for where your treasure is. There will your heart be also. When you give your life to Christ, it's going to be some things you're going to have to give up. And you're going to have to sacrifice. Like I said, when I gave my life to Christ, I was like, wait, wait, wait we got to give up this and we got to give up that. Yes. You can't have Christ and still continue to live the life that you used to live. You can't have Christ and continue to do the things that you were doing before. Amen? Many give out of their wealth, but some get out of poverty. And some put in everything that they have. Amen? Jesus knows where the heart of man is, amen? He knows where our heart is. But he wants us to see where our heart is, amen? The one thing needful evidently in this, that Mary's heart chose the good part, which should not be taken away from her. Very clearly, it was to sit at the feet of Jesus and to hear his word, amen? Do you want to go out and party or do you want to go to the uh, you want to go to Sunday service? And how many people make the wrong choice? To sit before Jesus is to accept and to obey what he teaches. Amen. To submit. To show faith in who he is to be dis disciplined in his word. To show love for him and love for others. Amen. It's a sacrifice, saints. 
It's a sacrifice, but we have to show where our priorities are. I want each of us to do this. Look at one of the things that you love doing. And then if someone invites you to service the same day, what are you going to choose? Where is your priority? Hey, let me see how many young ones I got. If I say this, I got Beyonce tickets. But we having Sunday service. <laughs> Amen. I'm not going to point. I don't want you to raise your hands or anything like that, but I just want you to think about it. There's a shoe sale. <laughs> Shoes are 95% off. What is it? Red bottoms. 95% off. But there's Sunday service. It's a purse sale. And it's buy one for $25, get five free. And they're all coaches and everything else that you could possibly want. Let me tell you this. Pastor, that's a three for one right there. <laughs> but the reason I say that is because I want us to see this. Where is your priority? Amen? Where is your priority? If something that you've never had in life and it's something you've always wanted and it was offered to you the same day as Sunday service, what would you do? And I want you to think hard about that. Where is your priority? Because Mary chose the good part amen and 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 the thing is this when you do make the choice some are gonna be saying lord forgive me because i i know i shouldn't have did that i'm sorry i shouldn't have did that forgive me lord if we would be strong and committed in the strength of god distractions and unrest would have no place in our life amen you know this comes from two places. Distraction and unrest come from two places, the enemy and us, because sometimes we put things in our life that should never have been in our life. Amen? And you talk about unrest. Sometimes we do things that should have never been done. Amen? We would know what it is to find time Amid all the duties of life to sit at his feet as the disciples did. The disciples didn't leave Jesus. You know why? Because they wanted to hear the life that was coming from the life. Amen? The world needs, and you don't hear this too often, Pastor. The world needs revival. When I was coming up, 
I'm telling you, saying it's like that's all we did. We got to go to church again. Yeah, another revival at another church. We just had one last week. We got to go. Yep, another revival, another revival. Amen. The way to get revival is to begin at the master's feet. We must go there with Mary, simple and plain, her devotion to Jesus, loving hearing by listening to what he had to say. You have to love to hear what Jesus has to say. Amen. I'm telling you, saints, if you just submit and surrender and listen to what Father God is saying, you're going to notice something, amen? And it is such a, it's such a peaceful blessing to receive when Father God says something to you or to know that you're in his presence, amen? See, as Sister Rosalind stood over here, there was nothing around her, no distractions. There was a simple interruption, but no distractions separated her from the presence of feeling God's presence. Amen? This was Mary's chosen focus. Amen? They who submit to Jesus find peace through his precious blood. Amen? It means holiness for those who learn of Jesus and are instructed in the things of good rapport. Amen? It means strength for they that sit with Jesus and feed upon him. Many are girded with his strength. Amen. The Bible tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. He's the only one who can give us what is necessary. Amen. Turn with me to Isaiah 40. Amen. Isaiah 40. 28 through 31. Isaiah 40, 28 through 31. And it says, Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not? Neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fall. But they, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is what happens when you sit at the feet of Jesus, amen. Hearing his word gives you strength, amen. It means wisdom for they that learn of the Son of God understand more because they keep his stature, amen. It means a zeal for the love of Christ and they that are much with Jesus become like Jesus. Do you know the longer you hang around something, the more you become? That's good or bad, amen. I had an opportunity yesterday, which was such a blessing. A buddy of mine's son reached out to me on Facebook. 
I looked at the picture and I thought it was a joke and I said, I don't know this, but he said, my pops has been trying to get in touch with you. And I was like, I looked at the picture and I was like, oh my goodness, I know that face. And I looked at the picture and I answered and I said, are you so-and-so's son? He said, yes, I am. And he said, my pops has been trying to get in touch with you. Saints, I had an opportunity to spend time with guys I hadn't seen in 46 years. We were in the eighth grade. And when he reached out to me, he said, we're getting a bunch of the guys back together. Middle school. Middle school. Saints, I don't want y'all trying to figure out how old I am and you know, let's add up the time or anything like that. But back in 1979, <laughs> Middle school, 79. When I seen that number, I said, this can't, this can't be possible. 1979, and then my sister had the audacity to tell me I wasn't even born then. 1979, I was in junior high school pastor, and I had an opportunity to get together with some of the guys I went to school with. Some we lost, and many of them we got a chance to spend time with on yesterday. And pastor, I'm going to tell you this. When you talk to people that you haven't talked to in a long time and you hear some of the things that happened back then, it brings back. I told my wife, I was, we went to Applebee's. I was in the, uh, in the booth. Pastor, I was laughing so hard. They had to give me napkins. I had to pull my glasses down and wipe the tears from my face. And it was just a blessed time on yesterday. Amen. But to know that the people that you grew up with, some are still around and some are doing good. And, it, you know, somebody said that it seemed like all of us have issues. Everybody got something going on with them. But when you look back, and I told my buddy, I said, look at how God has blessed us throughout. I'm almost, you know, a certain age. <laughs> and listen, I just, Pastor, I thank God because he has kept me through so much because there were guys younger than me that have lost their lives amen but i give thanks because i'm still here i'm still standing by the grace of god amen and saints that's why i say your priority is to seek him first to know him because again these are not those times that we have the chance to say, I got tomorrow to do it. No one's promised tomorrow, and it's clear in the Bible. No one is promised tomorrow. Today is today for salvation. Amen? We as God's people need to sit at the feet of Jesus daily and hear his word. Amen? People say we need to reach the world. It seems that the world is reaching the church and making a negative impact on what's going on in the churches today, amen? That's another sign of why things are the way that they are, amen? The church was meant to reach the people in the world, but it seems as if the world is reaching the church and the people in the church, amen? People like Mary, the ones who know how to serve and sit at Jesus' feet, and there are people like Martha, those who have the best intentions to serve God, but without a continuing focus on Jesus is a result of frustration. You want to do what's right, 
but you allow other things to come in and distract you from those things that you need to do. Amen? If you say you're going to give God time in the morning, give him the time in the morning. Amen? If you say you're going to give him time at night. But it always seems funny that things seem to happen at the time that we're supposed to give God his time. Amen? And then there are people who don't either... They have neither, in, they're not even in the house with Jesus because they are too busy with their own concerns. Don't let your life consume you and you not spending time before the Lord or you are not in the house of the Lord. Amen. It becomes so easy for us to get wrapped up in all the things we need to do and the things that need to be accomplished that we lose sight of what the most important thing is by getting too wrapped up in the cares of this world, amen? Many times, saints, we let everything else pull us away from the one that gives us life, amen? And saints, the priority in our lives need to be chosen and the priorities in our life, we need to choose the good part as Mary did to learn of Jesus so that we can become like him. Amen? Part of that I wanted to say is this. When you hang around certain people, you become like ass. Amen? But when you hang around Christ-minded people, you become as they do. Amen? Now, the thing I wanted to say was this. That class that I went with on yesterday, there were two students that came to us from another school. And they came there, and they were just quiet. Quiet nerds, you know, just quiet. They didn't do anything. But the young lady, quiet, reserved, you know, real smart, this and that, but she got mixed up with the wrong people. She started hanging around them. Then she started dressing like them. Then she started speaking like them. So she was basically out of her character, the way that she was acting. And the, 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 the point I'm making is this. When you hang around the wrong people, guess what's going to happen? You're going to start doing the wrong things. That's it. See, people seem to think that they're strong enough to if it's 50 guys and it's just you, you seem to think that you're going to make an impact on them. It doesn't always work that way. Because the next thing, I'll see you with a cigarette behind your ear, hanging out, uh, bumping the music down the road, and this and that. And I'm like, what happened? I knew a minister that that happened to. He started hanging around the wrong people. I rode up on him one day, saw him in the car smoking a cigarette, got the music bumping and this and that, taking his do-rag off and this and that. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this the same brother? All it takes, saints, it don't take much for you to get wrapped up and involve yourself with the wrong people. But we have to make Jesus our priority, amen? Not everything else. Jesus has to be our priority. Amen. If we don't do this, how can we follow him? How can we be his disciples? Amen. Disciples learn from the master. Amen. 
But what we do has to be led by the spirit whose voice we learn to hear by choosing the good part. Amen. There is no blessing in running our own lives based on our human understanding because if that was the case, we wouldn't be where we are right now. Why are we here? Has anyone asked y'all that question? I ask myself that question all the time. Why am I here? Don't answer, but I want you to think about it. Why are we here, amen? Mary understood that she needed to learn more of her master and to seek the things that have eternal value, amen? Love causes us to listen, it causes us to learn, and it causes us to keep his commandments, amen? I want to close with these last few scriptures, amen? In Micah 6, 8. Micah 6, 8. It says, he has shown thee, O man, what is good and what doeth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thine God. Amen. Proverbs 21, 21. It says, he that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life righteousness and honor and the last scripture is Matthew 5 6 it says blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled when you make Christ your priority, you seek him. Thou shall be filled. Amen. Saints, if anything you take away from here today, I want you to take this. Make Christ your priority. Amen. Make him your priority and not the things that surround you. Amen. Because if not, you will allow the things out there to become who you used to be. Amen. But God is saying today, make me your priority. Amen. With that said, amen. Back into the hands of our pastor. Amen. <laughs>